You are listening to the Self-Trust Solution Podcast with Dawn Lede, episode number 17. Welcome back. Today, let's talk about comparing yourself to others. This episode is good for anyone who finds themselves not taking action towards your goals because of comparing yourself to what others are doing or not doing. We're going to talk about why we compare, where comparison goes wrong, what comparison looks like through a lens of self-trust, and how you can create your very own lens of self-trust. Want to know where you land on the self-trust scale? Visit me at theselftrustcoach.com and take the free self-trust quiz. Now let's dive in. So why do we compare? The truth is some comparison comes from not trusting our own knowledge or instincts, thinking others know better than you do. And sometimes that's true, right? Sometimes other people know more than we know. It's why we have teachers when we want to learn a new subject. It's why there is YouTube when we don't know how to fix something. (laughs) It's why we go to Google to ask questions. There are things we don't know. But sometimes comparison is not about that at all. Sometimes we just compare because we're curious. We want to know what other ideas or ways are out there. We have a true curiosity to compare, which is normal. In fact, it used to be a pretty important part of survival to watch what others do so that we know what to avoid of the things that didn't work out and what to try the things that do. Way back in history, if someone steps out of the cave at a certain part of the day and gets eaten by a lion, you probably aren't going to step out of the cave at that same time. We do watch in some ways what to do and what not to do. We want to try the things that do work. And again, it's kind of a silly analogy, but if you're a caveman and you see someone else discover fire and you don't know, you're not going to go off and try and find a different new way to do it. You're going to find out how they did it. You're going to ask them. So comparing, meaning looking at what you know versus what others know can be a really useful exercise. Where it goes wrong is when we use it as our sole way to learn and when we use it against ourselves or against others. So if it's the sole way we learn, then we only keep repeating what's been done. No new things would be discovered, right? So we don't want to use it as our sole way because you do have your very own brilliance, your very own ideas that if you're not questioning yourself and you're open to exploring them can lead to some pretty amazing things. When we use it against ourselves, it looks like they did it, but I can't. When we use it against ourselves, it can look like they couldn't do it, so neither can I. And then if we're using it against others, it looks like when you're trying to boost your self-esteem, not saying you've done this, but maybe you have, or maybe you've seen others do it. When you boost your own self-esteem by lifting yourself up against others, 
honestly, that is using it against yourself as well. So against you and others by thinking poorly of others when they can't do something that you can do, because maybe you think if I can do it, surely everyone can do it. Meaning you're downplaying your own ability. And then when someone else can't do it, you look down on them because they can't even do the simple thing that you can do. And that's using it against both yourself and the other person. And none of this feels great, right? Because it's judgment. It's either judgment of yourself, of others, or of both of you. And that's inauthentic. It's dismissive of everyone involves unique gifts and talents, especially yours. It's a downplaying of what you bring to the table. They don't look the same and they're not supposed to. It's looking at others through a lens of self-distrust. But what changes when you use comparison through a lens of self-trust? First, let's look at what it means to have a lens of self-trust. It means a shift from looking for what's missing in yourself and others to just a curiosity. It's an invitation to look for possibility and opportunity, meaning you do this your this way and I do it this other way. What's amazing about both of those? That's great. And it seems to be working for you. Here's what's great and what's working for me. Do I want to keep it that way? Or are there some things in what I see that you're doing that intrigue me, that are interesting, that may work for me? So it's not looking for what's missing in you or what's wrong with the other person or what's better about the other person. It really is making it less about you as a human and more about what is useful here. What's interesting here? What is worth investigating further? So how do you create your own lens of self-trust? We want to do this by seeing what you like and don't like through that curiosity, seeing what you want to do and what you don't want to do based on an open interest, knowing that you're looking at this, you're looking at these differences to know what's happening out there and explore if there are ways and options you want to try, or if there's ways or options you want to avoid without making it mean anything about you or the other person, regardless of your individual choices and opinions. It's just exploratory data that you can use or not use as you deem fit. So recently this came up for me because I do speak in front of a group on a pretty regular basis. And there's a two line singing verse. And I can't sing. There are beautiful voices in the world that have that special, unique, beautiful gift of being able to sing. And I'm just not one of those people. And I almost didn't do the speaking part because of the singing portion of it. And I could have let that stop me and almost did. But when I started comparing others' voices who are amazing, beautiful singing voices, the gift that they have 
versus the gift of singing that I don't have, but have the gift of speaking in the way of saying, like, I love their voices. And do I wish I had a beautiful singing voice? 100%. But do I want to stop participating in this because of seconds of singing versus minutes of speaking that I can't sing and I'm brave enough to get up here and do it. And that feedback from myself was enough to keep going. It doesn't change the fact that I don't sing well, but I don't ever wonder what if, and I never spend any more time thinking that they sing better than me because that's just true. I don't need to argue with that. And I don't have to make it mean anything terrible about me other than here's these amazing gifts that these women have. And I have my own gifts. That's just not one of them. And I can love them for it. And I can love me for getting up there and having the courage to speak anyway and sing those seconds of songs in not the best voice ever. What will you take away from today's episode? My goal is for you to take the judgment out of your natural curiosity and inclination to compare and to do it through a lens of self-trust. Give yourself permission to survey differences. Look for what you like and what you don't like, what you want to do and don't want to do. Let what others want to be different without making it mean anything about you. Let their choices for what they do and don't do well or not well, depending on your opinion, be a beautiful difference that you can ignore or appreciate or invite in. And it doesn't have to mean anything negative about you or them as humans, just different choices we make, different talents we utilize, grow, build, or in my case, not build, but be courageous enough to not let it stop me. Use the differences you like as evidence for possibility. If you see someone doing something that you're not doing yet, instead of using it against yourself, use it as proof that it's possible. And that, of course, that means it's possible for you as well. Use the differences you don't like as an opportunity to explore another way. If someone's doing something and you don't like that way, use it as a reason to explore what are some other ways that I could come up with to go about this. And then just decide what's best for you and the future you want to create for yourself. Look at it as if you would data, like stats or facts. Take what is useful and leave the rest. Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. And it certainly can be. But with a lens of self-trust, really comparison is just an exploration of data. Data you can use or delete for your purpose as you deem fit. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. This helps me reach new people, continue to create content, and brings me joy in my mission to serve. Comparison can be useful or it can be destructive. The differences in how you are thinking and feeling about yourself when you do it. 
Join us next week for episode number 18, when we'll talk about the judgment of others. Thanks for tuning in and have a trust-filled week. And if you're ready to unlock your self-trust fueled success, join me at theselftrustcoach.com to take the free self-trust quiz. The self-trust quiz will help you identify the areas that may be holding you back and pinpoint where in the achievement process you can use a little extra TLC. Take the free self-trust quiz at theselftrustcoach.com. See you inside.